Yud Amud Beis on the bottom line. We have a four-line question that starts here, actually about five lines, because it goes down to the fourth line of Yud Aleph Amud Beis. The concept of Pachas Nevela. If my animal killed your animal, uh, your live animal is worth a thousand, now it's freshly killed, it's worth two hundred. In, let's say, a week from now, when the court case happens, uh, it's only going to be worth 100. So that difference between the 200 that the dead animal is worth at the time was killed and the 100, who's responsible for that? Lema, should we say, bottom line on Yud Amud Beis, that pachas nevela, that depreciation of the value of the nevela, tanai is actually desanya. Here we have a Tanaic source. Starts here, goes down to the second line on Yud Aleph Amud Aleph. Pasuk says, quote, Im taref taref yavihu aid. So if the animal is torn apart, and that was a Pasuk we know by a uh, Shaymer Sachar, then he brings uh, an aid, the one who was supposed to be watching it. Yavi, what does that mean, Yavi aid? Well, Yavi aidim shaniftra ba'inas upatar. He could bring uh, some sort of proof that the uh, animal he was watching that was torn apart, it happened, something that was beyond his control, and then he's off the hook, doesn't have any liability. Abba Shol, who we boxed, Oimer, he says, uh, Yavi Aduda or Aduda Lebasted. So he should bring the Aduda, which Rashi says is the Nevela, like the carcass, to the Basted. What is the Machlaikis? That's the end of the Tanaic source. My So should we not say that this is what Abashal and the Tanakama are disagreeing about? Colon. Demar Savarai Squiglan on the Mar. This would be Abashal, that the Pachas Nevela de Nizak. Have. That's what the Nizak has to cover. And Mar Sava, the Tanakama, would hold Demazik Have. Okay, let's see a Rashi. Rashi is on the second arrow line. My Labakamiflagi. Debeinsin. If the guy was watching the animal and something totally beyond his control happened, the animal was killed. Kama, connector Havadai. Low, I double it on the low. Ha for sure, loy polygabashal lamemer. There's no way Abashal would say, dafilu nitrofa ba'inis, yehe chayev, that he'd be responsible. Dain shamer sacher chayev ba'insin. Kama. Elahachi kamar, I vectored the elahachi kamar, this is what they must be arguing about. Not a case of Inus, but rather im nitrofa bipshia. If the animal that the shem was watching was ripped apart and killed, because of his negligence, where he is going to be liable and responsible to pay, how much does he have to pay? So Yavi Eduda, he brings the Eduda and he adds from his house Al Hadamim. So if we said the freshly dead, freshly killed um, carcass would be worth 200, he brings an additional $800. Al Hadamim Shishava Bishaas Misa, Nandalin Bishaas Misa. That's what he's saying. That's what Abashal is saying. If it was simply being brought to court to assess what it's worth now, we don't need to be told that. Let's say he had a whole slew of nevelas. That's what his job was. And it was in the, the dog food business and a whole slew of nevelas. He'd actually be able to pay all of those to pay off the debt that he owes for the uh, damage that he's responsible for. The more so this one. Ella, it must be the pachas nevela asa. That is Abashol. Basically, uh, the value of the nevela at the time of the damage is uh, what we assess it at. The Tanakama, who I box now in the Rashi, he doesn't learn like this, holds the pachas nevela de mazik have. Oh, that's the mazik responsibility. Basically, if the animal is worth 
a thousand alive, and now it's dead. When it was freshly killed, it was worth, let's say, two hundred. But now, by the time the court case rolls around, it's only worth one hundred. How much is he going to have to pay? Nine hundred. In other words, everything except for the current value of the nevela. That is the Gemara's suggestion. Well, the Gemara turns around back in the Gemara on the fourth line and says, no. Low, comma, dekuliyama denizak. Everyone agrees that the depreciation of the nevela from the time it was killed to the time it was assessed in the court, that's the responsibility of the nizak. The hacha betayrach nevela kamifluki. The whole machlokus is who has to transport the nevela from the place where it died. Vehatanya, and here's a support that Abashol is the one who says it's the responsibility of the mazik to do that. Two line plus one word to make source starts here. Acherim Aimrim. We'll assume the Acherim here is uh, Abashol, or at least saying like Abashol. Minayin Shal Balabar Lahalois Shormi Boyer. That the one who's responsible for the damage, the Mazik, the Balabor, has to um, transport the uh, shore from the bottom of the pit. Tamalaymar. Well, like the Pasuk says, Kesef Yashiv Libaalav. Vehamace. The kesef is to be given to the rightful owner of this animal and the mace that implies that even the mace has to be returned to the rightful owner, responsibility of the mazik or the uh, pit digger, period. What exactly is the nature of this tarach nevela? If you want to say, when it's on the bottom of the pit, it's worth one. The aguda, when it's lifted up out of the pit, sort of like on the edge of the pit, but on ground level, shavia arba, it's worth four. Well, ki tarach, when the mazik has the hassle of bringing the animal out of the pit up to ground level, but he's actually working for himself because down there it's only worth one. When it's up on the side, it's worth four. It's worth much more to him. Amarle, so says back, rava lo. Comma. Rather, Tzricha, you know what the case is? Debebira Shavya Zuza, when it's down on the bottom, it's worth one. The Aguda Nami Shavya Zuza, when it's up on the top, it's also worth one. Really? Either ask the Gemara, maybe a Bayer Do you have something like that? Umi Ika Ki Gavna? Do you have a precedent for that? That either place that it is located, one more convenient than the other, it costs the same amount, is worth the same amount? In, yeah, you have such a precedent. Daha Amri, and she like people say, Sometimes, not always, but sometimes, kashur b'mata bezuza, kashur b'dabra bezuza. To buy like a uh, heavy beam in the city would cost a dollar, and to buy it out in the uh, field or like in the forest would also cost a dollar. Basically, there's some things that the uh, cost of it doesn't change, even if it's a little bit more, a little bit less convenient to transport it to where you eventually need it. Period. Amar Shmuel, I circled Shmuel's name. Shmuel says, Ein shamin. We do not um, make a uh, assessment loy leganav. That's number one, and number two v'loy legazlan. We do not make a uh, assessment. In other words, the person who is responsible for the stealing or the theft, the gnevik sale, has to pay the entire amount of that which they stole. Where is it that we'll make some sort of uh, calculation? Well, the animal, now that it's dead, is worth this much, so subtract that. That's the nezakin when it was damages, like the pasuk we had, hameis yeloi. Ve'ani oimer and Aishm will say, af l'shoel, for shoel also, ve'abba modeli. I wrote above Abba, Rav, and Rav would agree with me. Now, when Shmuel says, I say also for the shoel, also for the shoel that there's no shaman or that there is shaman, ibayalahu. I think this uh, Rashi Tevis usually is heichi kamar or hachi kamar. Here I think it's heichi kamar because it's really a question. Uh, it's a, a, a question. 
how exactly are we supposed to understand that? Is it, you can either say, Halchikamar or Halchikamar, but uh, here's the two possibilities. When uh, Shmuel said, Afla Shoel, Afla Shoel, is it Afla Shoel Shaman that will make an assessment? Va'aba Modali and Rav agrees to me, Odilma, Squil and Odilma, Halchikamar, Va'ani Oimer, Aflashol Ain. I double underline the Ain Shaman Va'aba Moiduli. Essentially, the Aflashol is coming to say shoals by the Ganav or Gazlan category, where there's no Shuma, or by the Nizikin category, where there is a Shuma. Well, Tashma. Come in here, the following, uh, I don't think it's a Tanaic source, it's a case, though, that happened. Come in here from this case. Dehu Gavra de Shol Narga Mikhavra. There was a guy who borrowed an axe from his friend. Tavra, the axe broke. Asla Kami Darav. And the case came before Rav, and what did Rav say to the uh, litigants? Uh, Amar Lehu, Rav said to them, I actually wrote in Rav's name and circled it, Zil Shlimle Narga Ma'alya. Well, you're the responsible party for the damage, go and pay the value of a full, uh, brand new axe. Okay, what about the value of the uh, a broken axe? That doesn't seem to uh, be part of the equation. Shmami, now we can conclude from here. Ain Shaman, when it comes to a Shoel, Ain shaman. Okay. Well, the Gemara says, but you have to tell the end of the story. Quite to the contrary. Adarabah. Mida Amrile from the fact that when Rav said uh, uh, either that or regarding that instant, both Rav Kahana and Ravasi, who I underlined, said to Rav, Dina Hachi? Really? Is that really the correct uh, ruling? And what was Rav's response? Now, if Rav had a response, he certainly would have given it rather vishosik. He remained silent. Shmamina, that the uh, actual uh, correct uh, din in this case, is shaman that you would make the assessment. Period. Itmar. The Gemara now is going to bring seven cases uh, which Ula Amar Abelazar has something to say about. So uh, Amar Ula Amar Abelazar put a triangle around the name. Three lines later, first one line is Asi, and the middle of the line is Ula Amar Abelazar. That also gets a triangle. That would be the second. Anamud Bey's the last words on the second line, Ula Amar Abelazar. That gets a triangle. Four lines later, first word on the line is Chalak, in the middle of that line, Amar Abelazar, triangle. Four lines later, first words on the line, Ula Amar Abelazar, another triangle. Five lines later, first words on the line, Ula Amar Abelazar, another triangle. And about seven lines from the bottom, the last words on the line are Ula Amar Abelazar. That gets another triangle, although we will uh, save that last case for uh, Dafyud Bays. So let's see the first six Ula Amar Abelazars. Itmar, back on Yud Alpha Aleph, about 12 lines in the bottom. Amar Ula Amar Abelazar, Shaman Leganav Gazlan. Okay, that's something we were just dealing with. Do we make an assessment when it comes to a person... Who is a Ganav or a Gazlan? There'll be an assessment of what the thing that they uh, stole is worth if it was uh, killed. For a puppy, Amar, Ain Shaman, we do not make that assessment. Vehilchasa, the Halachala Maise is Ain Shaman, Lola Ganav, Velola Gazlan. What about the Shoel, though? Remember we were dealing with that just recently? About a Shoel, a person who borrowed it, who's not paying money, who really has a lot of liability. Shaman, then we would make that assessment, and that would be going like, really the conclusion we had about four or five lines ago when we underlined Rav Khan Ravasi, Ke Rav Khan Ravasi, who had said to Rav, is that really the din? And the conclusion is that we are Shaman for a Shoel. Period. Second triangle, second case. When you have a... Um, animal 
if it's alive, it's not kosher to eat. If you shecht it, it is kosher to eat. How about if the animal is a female one who is pregnant? Well, if you shecht the mother and the uh, unborn uh, offspring is still inside of it, that means everything inside of it, including the unborn offspring, would probably be okay. How about a shulia shiyasa miktsasa biyayim rishayin umiktsasa biyayim Shani, uh, a shilya that could be an animal, or it could be in a human animal. The difference being, a human being has a neshama. A shilya that um, part of it uh, came out. I guess the shilya is maybe the the placenta, the amniotic sac. It's part of that which comes out when the offspring is born, whether in an animal or a human. So part of it came out behind reshine. And part of it came out in Yom Shani. Well, now here we're going to see in terms of a woman who gives birth is Tamea for a certain number of days. If it's a boy, uh, 7 plus 33. If it's a girl, there's uh, 14. Then there's going to be uh, 66 days where uh, there's uh, no uh, Tuma. Um, the Shilia came out, let's say, uh, part of it on Sunday, part of it on Monday. When do you start counting her tummy and tohar days from? Well, you'll count the days from the first day that the Shilia started to come out. That's what Ulam Malazar says. Amrali Rava, my daitech. Well, one second. What's your thought process when you're saying you count already from the first day, not the second day? Lechumra that we're going to be mitame taharos, that this woman may have touched already from the first day. The thing is, though, points out Rava, that's a chumra that would uh, possibly lead to a kula. Why? Because not only are we interested in the first day she was Tamea, well, when is the last day she was Tamea? If we start counting the seven of the 14 days from the Sunday as opposed to from the Monday, you're already making her tahor a day earlier than she otherwise would have been. Hmm, Elama Rava. And in Rava's name, Rava says rather, you know what? We're going to be choshesh that maybe the Taras that she was dealing with on that first day would be Tmea, but Mimna, Loi Mimanya, we're not going to actually start counting the seven or 14 days. And if we don't know what it is, we'll have to count 14 Lechumra. Ella Le Sheni, only from the second day. Semicolon. Ask the Gemara now. My Kamash Milan. Well, then, what then is the Chiddush of uh, Ula or uh, Rava who explained Ula? What is the Chiddush? Is it comma uh, question mark connector? Is it coming to tell us that when you have part of the Shilya that comes out on uh, you, uh, there's no such thing as part of the Shilya that comes out without having a Vlad? In it, well, if that's the case, Tanina, we already have that taught in a Tanaic source in Maseches Chulin, uh, which we'll bring here now. It goes for almost two lines. Uh, this Tanaic source says, Shilya, now this is the Shilya of an animal, Shiyatsasa Miktsasa, that part of it came out of the animal, um, Kama, before the Shrit of the animal was done, and then the animal was Shechted, Asura Ba'achila, the entire Shilya is going to be Asur to eat, even if you don't find a Vlad in there. Kama, Simon Vlad Be'isha, because the Shilya coming out is a 
sign of that there, if there's a shilya there, there must have been a vlad. Now, if you don't see the vlad, if you don't see the, the baby human or the baby cow or whatever it is, it must be because it, it decomposed inside. But it's a simon that there was a vlad if it's a isha and also a simon of vlad by a behema. Rashi says on the bottom, about four lines from the bottom of Rashi, deeper muscles, simon vlad, bisha, simon of behema, kloimar. I squeal underline the claim in the Rashi. Let's do the Rashi inside. Mnesha shilya. If there's a uh, amniotic sac, a placenta coming out, Simon Vlad, for sure there was a offspring in there. Bain Beisha, Bain Bebehema, Shein Shilia Beloy Vlad. Ella, well, what happened to it? It's not there. Shani Muach, it must have disintegrated internally. Vechayshinan, and therefore we are concerned. Shem Ba'isa Mixa Shiatsa Kaidem Shrita, the part of the amniotic sac that exited the animal before it was slaughtered. There, the majority of whatever the decomposed Uber was, was in there. And we know it's a halacha. It's as though it was already born. And therefore, since it was, so to speak, theoretically, possibly its own entity, it was not made mutter to eat with the shrita of the mother. That's the end of the Tanaic source. So, uh, what's the Kiddush then? Don't we already know? Why do we need Rava? Why do we need Ula? Don't we know that Mixas Shilya uh, below Vlad, there's no such thing? Well, here's why we need uh, Ula. Imimas Nisan, back in the Gemara, if it was from the Tanakh source, Havamina, I might have thought to say, Diyesh Mixas Shilya below Vlad. You do have the concept of a Mixas Shilya without a Vlad in it. Now, if the whole Shilya came out, then for sure the Vlad is in there somewhere, but you do have a Mixas Shilya below Vlad. And over here, you would have thought maybe to say, Gzeira, the reason why we're uh, making the din over here is because of a Gzeira Mixas Atukula. Like, if it was really Mixas, it wouldn't be a problem, because it could be you have Mixas Shilya Vlad, but we have Kula, for sure it's a problem, and therefore the uh, us the Isser of it's a Mixas Shilya is because it's too close to being a Kula case. Kamash Malan, that Ula is going even further. Period. Another triangle. Um, if you have a firstborn of a human, like a firstborn baby, um, boy, I don't know, like within 30 days it was it was torn apart. Some wolf attacked it and killed it. You do not redeem uh, that uh, baby. Similarly, we have a tenek source. Goes for about a line and a half uh, along those lines. Says the Brisa, since the Pasuk says, Thou shalt surely redeem the firstborn uh, sons that you have after 30 days. You might think, that's even, let's say, I don't know, tragically, on, on 20 days after the kid was born, he was torn apart. No, no, no. To that, the Pasuk has an additional word, one word. Ach, that's in quotation marks, and that is chilek that basically qualifies the issue that is it's got to be um, alive uh, and viable on the day that is redeemed, which is uh, thirty days after it's born. That's the end of the brice of Amrul Amr Belazer. Another case, another triangle. Behemagasa nicknames me Meshicha. If you have a Behemagasa, let's say a cow, it can be acquired with Meshicha. You just pull it along a little bit, and that's a way of somebody who is acquiring it to uh, uh, perform the formal act of acquisition. Really? Vahanantan, but we have a Mishnah that says one word in Bakstov, Bemisira, that it's done with a Behemagasa by handing over the reins. So what's Ulam Rabblazer talking about? Well, who, Damar, Ulam Rabblazer, is going like Kihatana decided, like the following Tanaic source. We box off this uh, Brysa, it goes for just over a line. The Chachamim, I remind on the Chachamim, Zuva Zuba Meshicha, both of them, Behemagas and Behemadaka, 
a big animal, a cow, a small animal, sheep, is with Meshicha, and that's who Ula's going like. Rup Shimon says, Zuvizu behagba. Uh, both of them behagba. Okay, by uh, lifting it up. Uh, obviously, you can lift up a sheep and a cow. You just have it, um, you know, lift itself up by maybe uh, dangling some uh, yummy uh, food in front of it and having it sort of walk up onto uh, either inverted buckets or um, uh, pieces of uh, uh, pieces of branches of uh, trees, but something like that. The fifth, we put a diamond around a triangle around that name. This is dealing with um, inheritance laws. If you have brothers who are splitting the estate, their father just passed away, basically the clothes on their back also are part of the assessment of the estate when it's being split. However, that which is on their children, uh, their sons and daughters, that does not become part of the evaluation. Amar of Papa, or Papa points out that Pa'amim, at times, even the clothes, could even be very expensive clothes, that, say, one of the brothers is wearing is not assessed. Why? Where would you have a case? Well, imagine if you have a bunch of brothers. Uh, one of them is older, more experienced uh, in business, and the other ones are younger, where the fact that he's dressing nicely is actually beneficial to the younger brothers. It's desirable to them. So he can present himself in a very hush of a way and uh, get a much better deal on selling the assets of the estate. So therefore, uh, that's considered really a benefit for all of them. And it's not uh, taken into account when they assess the value of the estate to uh, split it. Another triangle. Shoimer, let's say I gave some uh, item for to a person to watch. <clears throat> he didn't ask me, but gave it over to another Shoimer. So a Shoimer Shamasal, the Shoimer would actually be putter. The first Shoimer would be putter in anything that happens, that if he himself would have been putter, if he gives it to somebody else, he's also putter. Now, Kama, we don't even have to tell you. Remember, there's different levels of Shoimerim. We don't even have to tell you if it's a shomer chinam. Let's say I had my item, I gave it over to a shomer chinam to watch. Shemaster, that he handed over to a shomer. Sachar, he handed over to a second shomer, but that shomer was actually being paid. to iluye alye lishmirase, where he basically, shomer number one, without the owner knowing, upgraded the level of shmira. That for sure, he, shomer number one, would not be chayev. Ela afilu shomer sachar, shemaster shomer chinam. Even if the Original owner gave it over to a shomer sachar, paying the guy a hundred bucks to watch the item, and he gave it over shomer number one to shomer number two was a shomer chinam. Dahashta gerue gari l'shmirasa, where he basically diminished, he he downgraded the level of shmira by giving it to the second shomer. Nami pater, if what happened by the second shomer was something that the first would have been pater for, then he's also the first is going to be pater to the original owner. Nami pater, why? Sharidas or the bendas, he didn't give it over to someone who was responsible. Give it over to a person, and a person is assumed to be uh, Ben Das, and therefore responsible. Rava, who we underlined, Amar, the other way. Shomer Shomasel, the Shomer, is Chayev, one Shomer, who didn't ask the original owner, and give it over to another Shomer, would actually be liable. Veloy me buyin, we don't have to tell you. The other extreme. Shomer Sacha Shomasel, Shomer Chinam, of course, if the guy was hired, like paid $100 a day to watch, and he gave it over to someone, he wasn't hiring at all. Where he's seriously downgrading the level of Shmira on that item. Elafilu, this is the Chiddush. Even a Shomer Chinam, you have the original owner, he gave it over to a Shomer, not paying that Shomer anything. Even if that Shomer Chinam, without asking the original owner, muscle the Shomer or gives it over to somebody else who's actually being paid, still the Shomer, the original Shomer would be Chayev, Damar Lay, because the original owner can say to Shomer Rishon, listen, 
True, I wasn't paying you. I know you. I trust you. You take a shvua to me. I trust your shvua. Fine. You tell me something happened that was, you know, you're not responsible for. However, the damage happened when there was this other guy. I don't know this other guy. Hi. He could take a shvua as much as he wants, but I don't trust him. I don't know him. And therefore, period, you would be responsible. Okay, Mr. Shem will pick up the next year at the uh, last in our series of Ula Amar Belazars. Adkan.